You're listening to a message from Victory. Join us as we dive into the book of Romans to understand more about the power of the gospel in our series, The Gospel Explained. Happy Sunday, everybody, and welcome to our um, online worship service experience. And as you know, we're doing this out of submission to the government authorities and also because it's important to prioritize and be wise with our health given the situation with the COVID-19 virus. But this won't stop us from getting into God's Word and hopefully being able to communicate with one another. As you can see, I'm not in the Philippines right now. Uh, my family and I decided to, we were planning this trip to go to the U.S. Uh, last year, if you'll remember, around the time that Carla's dad was sick. Tapos hindi natuloy yung pag-alis namin, kaya ngayon lang kami pumunta. And at the time that we left, uh, the situation in the country wasn't that big, so it seemed like a good idea to go. It was very weird uh, arriving here and seeing the number of people who were infected uh, rising. So we continue to pray for the country and pray for all of you, uh, all of us in the church, and trusting that God will be faithful to us. Um, we pray for uh, medical people who are on the front line, doctors and nurses. We pray for business owners and the hard decisions they have to make in the next few um, uh, weeks and hopefully not many months. And yet, during this time, it's good for us to go back to God's Word. Because God's Word reminds us not to fear how the way the world fears, not to fear the things that the world fears, but to look and to get our encouragement from Him. It's one thing to feel the fear. Yeah, that's, we're not pretending that we don't feel fear. We don't feel concerned. Kami nga dito, when we saw the President's announcement, kinabahan kami na makauwi pa ba kami? May problema ba sa bahay namin? And yet, we had to go back to God's Word and remind ourselves about what He says. And so, that's what we're doing today. Uh, we're going to be continuing our study of the book of Romans. And last week, Pastor Michael shared about uh, Romans chapter 1, verse 1 to 7. And I love the fact that we're doing this as a church because this is an amazing book. And it's a book that has comfort for us even at this time. There's Romans 8 that talks about how all things work together for the good of those who love God, who have been called according to His purpose. There's also Romans 8 that talks about nothing can separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord, not even this virus. So let's get our encouragement from this today. I'm going to read from Romans chapter 1, verse 8. To 17. It says here, verse 8, First, Paul speaking, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you, because your faith is proclaimed in all the world. For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his Son, that without ceasing I mention you always in my prayers, asking that somehow by God's will I may now at last succeed in coming to you. For I long to see you, that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to strengthen you, that is, that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. I do not want you to be unaware, brothers, that I have often intended to come to you, but thus far have been prevented, in order that I may reap some harvest among you as well as among the rest of the Gentiles. I am under obligation, both to Greeks and to barbarians, both to the wise and to the foolish, so I am eager to preach the gospel to you also who are in Rome. Verse 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first 
and also to the Gentile. For in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith. As it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, wherever we are right now, us here in, the, in this country and wherever our different church members are, wherever they might be accessing this video around the, the nation, around Metro Manila, around the world maybe, I pray God that you will help us to draw life from your word today. Help us to see what it means to live by faith. In Jesus' name, Amen. Last week, Pastor Michael talked about how, in introduction pa lang, and he produced this amazing message from Romans chapter 1, verse 1 to 7, which is reality, just the greeting. And even in the greeting though, we know this is the Word of God, so we can look at the greeting and know, wait a minute, there's so much depth here. And in this greeting, as Pastor Michael showed, we see that Paul took his identity from Jesus, took his identity from the Gospel. And he was so convinced that this gospel, which is about the, the declaration of the Son of God who died and rose again, and for whom, to whom we owe our obedience, that this Son of God has hope for all nations. And he ends that greeting with this blessing, grace and peace to you. Grace, which was a word that the Gentiles and non-Jews loved, and peace, which was a word that the Jews loved as well. Today we're going to look at something, and I, I want to point out a few things that are relevant to us at all times, and even now, with what we're going through as a nation. The first thing I want to point out here is that Paul said, I long to see you. I long to be with you. That he was prevented from being with them. He says that uh, in verse 13, I've been prevented from coming to you, and yet I long to see you. And you know what? I pray that that's our prayer as a church. Right now, it's weird that we're not seeing each other, that we're not going to be together in the same room yeah we can sing songs together and the information can pass through video but it's different until if we're not together it's different when we're in the same room and he describes what the effect of that is he says in verse 11 that when we're together i may impart a spiritual gift to strengthen you and that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith both yours and mine I hope this is a reminder for us that even though um, situations and circumstances force us to be apart, we must long to be together. We must long to be with spiritual family. You know, it says here that it's mutually encouraging, and I can testify to that. In the almost two years that it's been since my family has moved to Victory Katipunan, to the 1 and 3 p.m. service, it has been mutually encouraging and strengthening for our faith. Seeing the people gathered on a Sunday, seeing the, uh, you guys and watching the activity on Viber and Facebook, um, the times we get to have dinner and, and, and catch up, it's been encouraging to me. I look forward to going to Sunday service. Um, I, I can't describe to you how, how much of a joy it is to sing together, to worship God together. It's all, I almost feel like I wish uh, we, we had much more parking and we weren't in a rush. To, to get out of the service because just sitting there and talking and getting to know one another really edifies, which means builds me up. I want to see you talaga. I want to be around you. And I pray that even with this going on, we, we keep that desire in our heart. Um, obviously, self-quarantining is important and, and we should observe that out of wisdom and out of concern for our fellow persons in the country. 
Pero pagkaya, hanap pa rin tayo ng time to meet together. Baka walang service, but maybe online small groups can still continue. Maybe for those people who who know that they're safe, then, then continue to meet with one another. That's the first thing I want to point out. That Paul said, I'm eager to be with you. I'm eager to preach the gospel to you. And that's the second thing I want to point out. Verse 15, he says, I'm eager to preach the gospel to you also who are in Rome. Now this... Uh, might sound like, okay, Paul wants to share the gospel to them. Para gusto niya maging kristyano yung mga taong to. But this was written to a church. Simbahan na po to. Puro kristyano na po pumupunta sa simbahan nila noon. Ngayon kasi sa simbahan natin, sa Katipunan, we have people who go who are Christians and people who go who are not necessarily Christians. And you're welcome if you're not. We're happy for you to be there. But for the most part, in this house church, most of the people who went were already believers or people who were wanting to, to become believers. And yet, Paul will say to them, I'm eager to preach the gospel to you. Why? Why does he want to preach the gospel to people who are already believers? And the answer is simple. It's because the gospel isn't just the entry for people to become Christians and followers of God. The gospel goes much further than that. It's the way we live our life as followers of God. It affects everything. The way we spend money, the way we relate with our family members, the way we process our thoughts and emotions, the way we respond to the government, the way we handle crises like this. And that's why this series that we're on is such a beautiful series, The Gospel Explained, because we take this simple concept of the gospel, something so simple, so elementary that God loves you and sent His Son to die on the cross for our sins so that when we believe in Him, we can be with Him forever. Yung ganong kasimpleng germ or seed ng gospel can grow into a powerful tree, huge tree, with so many implications, with branches and fruit into all areas of life. In fact, that's what we'll get into in this series. In this series, we'll see how the gospel heals major ethnic divisions in a society, can heal class struggles, can bring reconciliation against an oppressive government, can give us hope in the worst of the worst of life circumstances. All of that is in the book of Romans, and all of that comes from the gospel. Paul, I'm eager to preach the gospel to you. Kasi kailangan natin to. Kahit anong dinadaanan natin ngayon, kailangan natin yung gospel. How are you handling the situation now? Seriously. Is there concern? Is there worry? Or is there a kind of, uh, well, kay sira-sira, whatever will be, will be. However we handle it, we need the gospel. For some people who are being racked by fear and worry right now, because of the messages that we're hearing, the gospel brings us peace. The gospel reminds us that God is listening to our cries and that He is close to us for our salvation. For those of us the man who are irritated with other people, the gospel reminds us to be loving and forgiving with those who, who may be bought too much toilet paper or who maybe are responding to this in the worst possible way. See, wherever we are, the gospel is what we need. And Paul points that out in verse 16. Sabi niya, I'm eager to preach the gospel to you. Bakit siya eager? Numbers, verse 16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Gentile. 
Sabi niya, I'm eager to preach to you because I'm not ashamed of this thing because it's the power of God. It's like when people recommend a medicine or recommend a cure to you and they say, alam mo, take this. Pag tinake mo ito, nako, napakalaks nito. Hindi ka magkakasakit nito. That's the gospel. Yun yung sinasabi ni Paul. You know, one time my wife and I were visiting uh, our Every Nation Campus uh, conference in Oceania. Uh, this was in New Zealand. And while we were there, sinisipod na ako sa travel, sa dami ng preaching engagement, tapos sobrang lamig. So sabi ko, sabi nila, ay, alam mo, pastor, the Filipinos who were there said, take this, they called it, uh, winter wellness cure. Sabi ko, ano na naman to? Sabi niya, ano to, pastor, may bipropolis, may honey, ganun-ganun. And to be honest, when I heard it, I thought, okay, ano na naman to? Bipropolis, honey, ano-ano pa, the usual herbal-herbal, sinasabi ng mga tao, echinacea. So I was very skeptical. And they said, pastor, pag tinake mo to, isang spoonful lang nito, bago ka magkakasakit, hindi tutuloy. Sabi ko, ah, Okay. So I, I really wasn't sure. I thought, okay, um, you know, these people with their with the miracle cures. While I was holding it, Wee Yong, who's uh, our campus director in Auckland, New Zealand, amazing pastor, amazing guy, good friend. He's a Malaysian who lives in Auckland. Anyway, side issue. While I was holding the bottle, I was looking at it with skepticism. Wee Yong walked by and he said, "Ha, huh, that miracle elixir." Sabi ko ano? Sabi niya, the miracle. You take this and you will not get sick. Okay, uh, na convinced ako. I took a spoonful and it just tasted like honey, like minty honey. And uh, that's it. I went to bed. The next day, my voice was back, my sore throat was gone, and I thought, okay, this is some kind of like witchcraft. You know, like, I couldn't understand what it was. But it was so effective. Hindi nga tumuloy yung sakit ko. Hindi na nga bumalik. Uh, on the way home, my wife and I must have bought two or three bottles of the of that winter wellness. And every time we have friends who, who are coming from New Zealand or going to New Zealand, yun yung pinapabili namin. Why is that? Because we tried it. A and we tried it and it worked. And now we recommend it to people all the time. And what gave us that ability to recommend it? It wasn't we were required to or forced to, but we had tasted it for ourselves and we knew effective to. Kailangan ko to. Why do we preach the gospel today? Because it works. Because it works. Because it's it's changed my life. It's changed my wife's life. I've seen it change people's lives. In the past almost two years that we've been in the one and three service in Katipunan, we've seen it change so many people's lives. You can bear witness to this. And it wasn't just when, when you got saved. It was when you came back to it in, in stressful moments, when you were fighting with your spouse, when you were worried about money, when you're concerned for the nation, the gospel goes back to remind us that God loves me. God is for me. God will not abandon me. If God has healed my deepest sickness, which is my fight against sin, surely He will heal me. He has healed me from other things as well. If God has forgiven the worst of the worst of my issues, surely He will get me through this problem as well. The gospel works. And that's why Paul said, Oh gosh, I can't wait to be with you. We're going to encourage one another. How? We're going to remind each other of the gospel. Maybe that's what we need to do to one another. Who are the friends that you know who are believers, who don't know Jesus, who are struggling, who are worried, 
about this time or thinking, will I still have a job? Will my business make it? Will my family be okay? Will my parents be okay? And what's going to happen to our society? Let's remind each other of the gospel because it's the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes. Everyone. I love that it says the, first the Jew, then the Gentile. We'll examine that more in the coming weeks. But the Jew and the Gentile were the religious and the irreligious. It's not about church work about or No, do you believe the gospel? Do you believe that God loves you? That Jesus Christ came to this earth to die for your sins? And if you will believe in Him, that's it. Your life changes. And all things will work together for your good. For the glory of God. Uh, let's wrap this up. The first thing that I want to point out is Paul wanted to meet together. Because there's something that happens when we meet together. And even when we're apart, we must desire to meet together to encourage one another. Secondly, that strengthening, encouraging is when we share the gospel to one another. Not just the, the, the memorized script, but the reality that God is here now and He has something to do with my situation. And the last thing I want to point out is in verse 17. For in it, in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith. As it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. This is the reminder for all of us today. No matter where we are and how we're handling this COVID-19 situation, whether it's hugely affecting us and it's a major catastrophe or not so much, the answer is the righteous shall live by faith. God is using this situation to remind us that we live by faith. Somebody, I saw this tweet that said, it's not that things have gone out of control. It's that the illusion that we were ever in control is shattered. That's what happens when bad things happen. We think we're in control. We think everything's fine. And then it, it doesn't take much. We could have done everything right. And yet the world still ends up this way. Why? Because the only assurance we have is in God. And that's why we have to live by faith in God. How are you living by faith today? How are you reminding yourself of what God's Word says? How are you looking to Him and saying, Lord, you're going to get me through this day. You're going to get me through this week. You're going to get me through this life. The righteous shall live by faith. So there, that's our short encouragement for us uh, on this worship service experience. Number one, Paul wanted to meet together. We must desire to meet together even when we're far apart. Number two, we remind ourselves of the gospel because it's the power of God for the salvation of everyone who believes. And number three, because of the gospel, we live by faith every day. We go to work by faith. We work from home by faith. We believe we're going to recover by faith. We believe our country will emerge successful and victorious from this by faith. However it is, it's going to be by faith. Let me pray. And then Pastor Michael will have instructions for us um, for the rest of this service experience. Lord Jesus, thank you that you are alive and you are in control. And Lord, that you love us. Lord, we remind ourselves of the gospel today. The gospel that reminds us that God loves us so much that he sent his son to the earth. Into our messed up, messy situation to die for our sins, and to change us from the inside out. Jesus, we ask you right now to remind us of the gospel. Lord, I pray for those of us who are scared, who are worried, who are anxious, who are frantic, 
who are stressed out, who are just irritated with this, how this changes our plans, who, who are becoming hateful to other people around us, whatever it is, Lord, whatever that anxious, sinful response is, Lord, we decide right now to apply the gospel to that. That whatever that, that, that fact is, Lord, that this, there's the more relevant fact that God is unchanging throughout this crisis. So, Lord, I pray today that we will be people who will live by faith, who will live by faith and respond with faith before anything else, before responding in fear, in panic, in anxiety, in anger, in bitterness, in division, whatever it is, we will live by faith because Jesus is alive and he has a plan and a hope for us. Thank you, Lord, for your gospel. Thank you for your word. I pray that we will dig deep in your word more than the news or the social media or anything else. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you for listening. We hope you were encouraged by the message. For more podcasts and updates and to give online, visit victory.org.ph or download the Victory app.